Hey babe, welcome to Anchor Within. My name's Lena and I'm a multi-passionate free spirit and personal development nerd obsessed with empowering others to become the absolute best version of themselves. In this podcast, we're diving really deep within our own bodies and minds to discover who we are so that we can anchor down to build a really strong foundation that allows us to unleash our limitless potentials and create the lives we have always dreamt of. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll give each other some tough love, and we'll probably get really uncomfortable. But hand in hand, we'll figure it out along the way and we'll come out even stronger on the other side. So babe, let's dive on in. Hey girl, what is up? Happy freaking Thursday. I was just about to say Friday. Wow. (laughs) Thursday. I can't believe that it's already July 1st. I think that's just freaking wild. I feel like it was January 1st, three days ago, but whatever. Life is just flying by at this moment. (laughs) But um, thank you so much for being here, for pushing play. Thank you for all of the love and support that you showed me on that last episode where I posted um, on Monday about, you know, the hard things that my family and I are going through right now with my dad having to go through chemotherapy for a second time. And just thank you for being you, for being super supportive and loving and accepting and compassionate. Um, it's just been such a truly humbling experience and I'm so grateful for you and appreciative of all of the love and support that you've given me. So thank you. Um, and I also just want to take this moment for a second to just say how freaking proud I am of you for showing up here and listening to this podcast and helping you grow into the strongest and most resilient version of yourself for regardless of, you know, whatever the hard times are that you're going through, because I know that we're all going through shit, right? (laughs) This last year and a half with the whole COVID-19 pandemic stuff, like it's been so hard mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually draining and exhausting for so many people. So just know that I'm so proud of you for continuously showing up for yourself and for being here and taking care of you because that is huge. And that's why I wanted to talk about self-care today because it's been this like buzzword that keeps popping up. It's like, oh, self-care, self-care, self-care. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like your girlfriend's posting her cute little staged photo of her bathtub full of like bubble bath and bath bomb and her wine glass and her cute little tray that holds her wine glass and a little bit of like her charcuterie board with her iPad where she's watching Netflix while she's in the bathtub. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And it looks super cute and I love it. However, there is more that goes into self-care. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit today. Um, and I've been asked so much about this topic recently and kind of what I do and what it means to me. So I just wanted to really give you, you know, my view on self-care and dive a little bit deeper into that and just share my honest views on the typical quote self-care activities, like the whole bathtub photo (laughs) that we were just talking about, about, you know, our girlfriends posting on Instagram. Um, and something that I've really realized over the last year, as we've been going through this pandemic and with my dad being sick that, you know, my idea of self-care in the past was super skewed and you'll kind of understand why I'm saying that in a bit. But let's really first talk about what self-care is. I did a little bit of research and by definition on the Google, (laughs) self-care is quote, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. And like, duh, right? When you think about self-care, you're like, oh, I'm taking care of myself. But I don't think we really focus on the holistic well-being and health. I think we just focus on like those physical feel-good activities like taking a bath with a bath bomb, a face mask, and a glass of wine while watching Netflix, right? 
Um, we don't really focus on the internal, mental, spiritual, emotional health. So I wanted to really dive into that today. And apparently there's this thing called the International Self-Care Foundation, which I had no idea about, but I found it on my research as I was doing some, you know, research for this episode. Um, and what I found was that the International Self-Care Foundation describes self-care as what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and prevent and deal with illness, right? So they state that it's this broad concept that encompasses hygiene, nutrition, lifestyle, environment, socioeconomic factors, and self-medication. And they also have this really cool graphic on there that talks about the seven pillars of self-care um, that I'm going to link this all in the show notes so you can go read it. I'm not going to read the entire website or pull statistics for you. I just thought it was a really cool like graphic that I found that actually brought me to their website. Um, but anyway, so let me get into like those seven pillars really quickly, just give you a quick definition of them. Um, the first is health literacy, which includes the capacity of the individual to obtain, process, understand basic health information and services needed to make appropriate health decisions. So that means knowing when you need to get, you know, medical attention, whether it's physical or mental health, um, knowing how to even find those services, where to find them, who to go to, right? How to make those appropriate decisions, um, number two is mental well-being, which they describe as knowing your BMI, cholesterol level, blood pressure, and engaging in health screenings, which maybe that'll give you like some sense of mental calmness, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I think mental well-being is more like searching for help from a mental health professional if you need it, really understanding yourself and taking care of your mental health. But we're allowed to disagree. <laughs> Number three is physical activity. So practicing moderate, intense physical activity, such as walking, cycling, or participating in sports that are at a desirable frequency. So again, just taking care of your physical health, moving your freaking body. Um, that goes back into that whole lifestyle thing that they were talking about. So sports and leisure activities. Um, and then also like the um, healthy eating, which is number four, pillar number four goes into nutrition, the type and the quality of your food, not just like buying, you know, anything that you can find on the street. Um, nutrition also includes, you know, balanced diet, appropriate caloric intake, that kind of thing. Number five is risk avoidance or mitigation, which they describe as quitting tobacco, limiting alcohol use, getting, you know, any kind of preventative measures, whether it's vaccines or health screenings, um, practicing safe sex, using sunscreen, things like that to kind of prevent any kind of disease or anything like that. Um, number six is good hygiene. So washing your hands, taking a shower, brushing your teeth regularly, washing your food before you eat it, especially your produce. Um, and also the socioeconomic factors kind of come into this too, where it's like your living conditions, right? So like taking care and decluttering your space, your social habits, how you're interacting with other people. Number seven is the rational and responsible use of product services and diagnostics um, and medications. So I know just being aware of the dangers of everything that you're using, whether it's medication or, you know, your dish soap or the cleaner that you're using for your house, know that there are risks to using those um, and then using them responsibly when necessary, right? Um, so really just focusing on those seven pillars. And I think there's a lot of really good information on their website. So I'll link it, like I said, in the show notes below, check it out. They have a lot of good information on there and it goes into much more detail. But a couple of weeks ago, I did a poll on Instagram or one of those question boxes or whatever. And I asked what self-care meant to people. And I got a lot of answers like having a glass of wine after work, uh, taking a hot bath, Netflix and chill, 
face masks, getting my hair done, getting my nails done, getting my brows done, getting your whatever done. Okay. Just like some kind of physical thing, um, buying myself something nice, taking myself out to dinner. So, or taking myself shopping. I'm reading these like straight from my Instagram post. Um, I took a screenshot of the questions, but anyway, while those are all great ways to unwind and de-stress and make you feel good, and they definitely are a form of self-care, they're not necessarily the only type of self-care because self-care, like I said earlier, is, isn't is just physical, right? Self-care is also mental, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's taking care of your overall well-being and your health, not just making yourself feel good for that you know, 30 minutes that you're in the bathtub. Okay. So it's doing things that make you feel good in more than just one way. It's right. It's feeling all of your feelings, not just suppressing your feelings. And the reason that I don't like when people talk about just self-care being things like taking a hot bath with a glass of wine and watching Netflix is because most of the time we're not using those things as a true form of self-care. They've actually become a way of us numbing out our feelings and, you know, not really working through the emotions and the feelings that we're having because it's just a way for us to say that we're practicing self-care, but really it's just a distraction, right? It's, it's a way to avoid feeling what you're feeling or feeling what you're going through. It's a way to escape whatever, you know, you're going through because it's really uncomfortable to feel the feelings that you're feeling, (laughs) right? Or to be in the situation that you're in or to work out whatever it is that you need to work out, right? So we're using this idea of quote self-care as a way to avoid doing the deep inner work that really needs to actually be done. And that's why I don't like it. Don't get me wrong, girl. I love me a good Netflix and chill night and having a glass of wine and doing a little face mask. Like I am all about all of those things. However, I also understand that I can't use those things to just numb out whatever it is that I'm going through. I have to physically or physically, I have to mentally and emotionally work through all of the hard things that I'm going through to actually feel better and be able to enjoy, because I don't know about you, but whenever I'm like super stressed or going through a really hard time and haven't really processed those things, when I sit down to like take a bath or when I sit down to watch some Netflix, there's a million things running through my head where I'm like, oh my God, I should be doing this or I need to do this. Like I am on like 100 (laughs) instead of being at zero and actually enjoying my quote, relaxing Netflix time or my relaxing bath. Right. And you probably know what I'm talking about if you're anything like me. So I get it. (laughs) I've also been there. I also get, get to that point sometimes. And that is when I really know that, okay, Netflix and chill is not my type of self-care in this moment. What I need right now is to like sit down and journal and meditate and figure out what the heck is going on in my heart and in my mind so that I can actually sit down and enjoy this like hour of Netflix without being feeling guilty or, you know, feeling like my head is racing and I need to do 7,000 different things. Again, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, there's things, there comes a time where you have to actually just sit down and focus on your mental health, focus on your emotional and spiritual health as well. And I think that's where the disconnect is for so many people is that they only focus on the physical aspect. And again, it becomes a way of avoiding what actually needs to get done or what actually needs to be worked through and processed. Right. And again, there's nothing wrong with focusing on those physical things, but just remember that it's those physical things are really only a temporary relief from what you're actually avoiding. And the more that you avoid those things, the more that those physical things become that, um, like avoidance or that distraction for you, 
And the more that you distract yourself from it, the more it's going to build up, right? Think about it as like something so minuscule, right? Like, let's say you're living with a roommate or a significant other or whatever, and they have like this really annoying habit and you just try to really forget about it and whatever. And it's just like one thing after another for like a month or two, and then it builds up and all of a sudden like you just explode and you have like this major fight for no reason other than you have been suppressing something that's been really irritating you. And instead of talking about it and processing it in the moment, you let it build up so long that eventually it just like explodes. Same thing happens with your self-care. If you're constantly just taking a bath to like unwind from your day and not actually process why you're feeling the way that you're feeling or work through whatever it is that you're going through, eventually it's all just going to build up and it's all going to explode at one time. So it's okay to take a bath and have a glass of wine and drink net or drink Netflix. Oh my gosh, <laughs> watch Netflix. But remember that you also have to actually take the time to work through and process what you're going through so that you can actually enjoy the things that are supposed to be relaxing and not blow up on someone because you haven't worked through your own shit over the last like month and a half or two months or even a year or more. Girl, you have to start taking care of your mental, spiritual, and emotional health. Take care of your heart. Take care of your mind, right? Not just the physical things. So here are some ideas of self-care activities that I like to do to take care of my overall health and well-being, right? So I, I meditate, go for a walk, take your favorite exercise class, read a book, listen to a podcast, clean and declutter your space, drink your freaking water, right? Unplug and put the phone away. Validate your feelings by journaling or talking to someone, whether it's a professional or just a really good friend that you truly trust with whatever it is that you're going through, right? And that brings me to that next point of surrounding yourself with people who make you feel good. If someone's in your life and constantly makes you feel like shit, let them go. Tell them goodbye. Like you don't, you are too good of a human to let someone else bring you down because they're not on your level of growth. Let it go. It's okay, right? And that is also go, kind of goes along with the next one, which is like spending time on your own, but like setting boundaries with people, right? Forgiving yourself, asking for help, practicing gratitude and acceptance. There's so many different ways that you can practice self-care, but it all starts internally and then it works its way outward, right? You have to focus on the shit that you're going through in your heart and in your mind if you actually want to feel and be your best. Because have you ever noticed that sometimes you feel worse after you spend all day Sunday doing nothing but watching Netflix? Because you're suppressing these emotions and these feelings and these hardships that you're going through, right? Self-care has become such a buzzword and that we've forgotten what it's truly about because we focus so much, again, on the physical aspect of it that we don't really focus on the actual health and well-being part of it anymore, right? We're not taking care of ourselves holistically, all parts of us, not just those cute face masks and bottles of wine and, you know, baths that we use as a way to avoid the healing that we really need to do. And we've started to even not prioritize our own self-care, but it's so important to prioritize it because it helps us show up better for other people when we first show up for ourselves. And you know, I talk about this all the time that you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's so true. So you have to take care of you truly take care of you, not just the fluffy, pretty Instagram worthy <laughs> version of taking care of you, right? And self-care, it, it creates a better self-awareness because it allows you to get to know yourself better, what you do like, what you don't like, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, gets to really know you as a human. Like, who are you? Who is Lena? Who is you? Who are you? Who is the person listening to this, right? 
what do you love about yourself? What do you want to maybe work on a little bit more than you have in the past, right? And of course that, you know, self-care, it helps de-stress and helps with anxiety and depression. And first of all, let me add a disclaimer here before I move on that I am not a licensed medical or medical licensed mental health professional. So this is not any type of advice of what you should be doing for your mental health. If you are struggling with any type of mental health, anxiety, stress, depression, and you don't know how to handle it, please seek out the help that you need. There is an awesome resource called betterhelp.com. I will link that in the show notes as well. If you need any type of mental health counseling, please go look for something that's going to help you work through these things if you can't do it on your own, okay? seek out the professionals. But anyway, self-care self-care allows you to really just take a step back and focus on you so you can stop overworking yourself and burning yourself out and just avoiding, you know, the things that need to be worked through so that you don't have to continue to fall deeper and deeper into that dark place where at one point you're just going to freaking explode, right? Self-care is something that helps you connect to yourself, right? It makes you feel better inside and out and it really just it's whatever feels best for you. As long as you're processing through the emotions and the hard things that you don't want to actually work through, it doesn't matter what you're doing, right? But you need to really focus on the internal, focus on your heart, focus on your mind, focus on really helping yourself, focus on becoming the best version of you, right? Self-care is just a way to take care of yourself, truly. It's not a way to avoid the uncomfortable feelings or to suppress the emotions or distract yourself from the work that you know that needs to be done, okay? You're worth actually taking care of you inside and out, every single part of you. Be compassionate with yourself, okay? Don't let an extremely important act such as self-care become an excuse for not truly taking care of yourself, okay? I want you to really learn what works best for you in terms of processing your emotions and feeling best and getting to know you. What is that self-care activity for you? Okay. So I want to hear how you're taking care of yourself today, how you're engaging in self-care, how you are really going to show up for you because you are worthy and you deserve it. So screenshot this episode and share it with me in your Instagram stories and tell me what you're doing today as a form of self-care so we can be on this journey together so I can support you so we can be in it together forever. (laughs) And that's pretty much it for today, girl. I'm just so thankful for you. Like I said earlier, thank you for all of the love and support. I'm so proud of you. You're freaking crushing it. And I can't wait to talk to you on Monday. Have a great 4th of July weekend. If you're listening from America and if not have a great weekend regardless, and I will see you guys all on Monday. Have the best weekend ever. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you picked up a few tips and tricks that you can take with you into the rest of your day. If you vibe with this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share your takeaways on social media and tag me so that we can connect. I would love to personally thank you for helping me spread this message into the world. I'm so grateful for this adventure that we're on together. Until next time, babe, we'll talk soon.